Dirty new sneakers and group runs and races. Bright shiny headlamps with friends of all paces. Climbing and slipping, your legs start to sting. These are a few of my favorite things. Welcome back to Words from the Woods. I hope you guys enjoyed the uh, singing that I just did there. It'll probably be the last time anybody hears a recording of that. And I'm sure it is probably none of your favorite things. But um, favorite things in trail running is our topic today. Um, but that song was um, from The Sound of Music. And that is sort of the inspiration for today's episode. And that comes a little bit um, from family history from Sheila's side of things. So, Sheila? Uh, so my grandparents actually came to the United States as refugees from Hungary right after World War II. And we, as kids, used to spend a lot of time with my Oma and we watched The Sound of Music with her. And looking back, it's like really interesting to me because it was not really the most kid-friendly of musicals. Um, but it was something that I loved to watch with her and I still love to watch it. Um, I'm not really sure how I feel about that rendition that Eric just provided. It was for awesome. Us. Oma would have loved that <laughs> she, rendition. She would have loved it. Yes, that is true. She and it was with actually her little accent would have said that. It was beautiful. <laughs> it was it was pretty good. So yeah, so we're here to talk about our favorite things in trail running, though. So not so much about movies tonight. And we have a guest with us um, that it runs everywhere, all the parks, all the races. Um, all the stores, all the race organizations, all the miles. runs all the miles, so should be able to tell us a whole bunch of favorite things. And um, so we're going to introduce um, Josh Frankel, who's joining us tonight. So welcome. Thanks for having me. I'm sure we'll have a pretty good time talking about favorite things today. So um, I know you drove up here tonight in our favorite weather, which is not hot. <laughs> How was the drive in? It was nice, you know, for the biggest winter storm of the year so far, uh, <laughs> the roads are completely clear. What do we get, a whopping three inches? Um, I don't even know if we got maybe that. Maybe if you're pushing it. That's what she said. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so let's, let's just jump right in then. Um, obviously, we are a trail running organization and, and we are involved in, in all of the parks and as many of the races as we can be locally. Um, but we each have our favorite parks. I bet I could tell you what Sheila's is, um, and she'll have a chance to talk about hers. But if you had to pick a park, one park, you can't go anywhere else the rest of this calendar year, where are you running? I got to pick uh, close to home here, so I'm going to have to go with Menon Ponds. Close to home. Close what to do you home. like about Menon? So it's got some good variety. You can get some nice flat running in there. You can get some, uh, you know, hills in there, too. Mm -hmm. Not a ton of single track, but there's a bit um just you know close to the house and you can get a nice long run in there you know you can easily string together you know a good 12 mile loop or you know hit a couple loops and do 20 miles so i feel really like mending is like uh what do you think about it it's like a love it or hate it kind of park and i think maybe it's the style of runner that people are um maybe they, some people just like that double track and don't have to think much and they just go run um, and other people just don't like the park much, much at all, maybe because it's used a lot. It is. There's a lot of races there. It's a common meeting spot. So I, yeah. do, I do agree with that. I'm on another like couple year gap of, of running races again, but I did just sign up for um, Medved Madness, which is in Menden. So I am excited for that to maybe start running again. I haven't run in, in months at this point because of some injuries again, but yeah, I those are not my favorite. I like that side where they run that race. The Hop too. Hopkins Point side of yeah, the park. Yeah, it's kind of kind of cool. That 10K loop gets a little 
at least for me, gets a little old sometimes. Yeah, I mean, I know people run that a couple loops every weekend. Yeah. There's a lot more variety there, I think, outside of that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, well, like you said, it's a really big park. I think it's the biggest county park in, in the system in terms of, like, pure acreage. Huh. Um, that would make sense. And there's a lot going on in there, right? So you can cross-country ski there if we ever have snow. Um, they, like you they used groom, to be able to. They, yep. they groom the park. Um, horses? Yep. Some of the trails allow horses. Yep. No mountain biking in Menden. Nope. So if we wanted to get historical and talk about Menden, <laughs> apparently, back in the day, there used to be a Friday night mountain bike race on the 10K loop, a, a version of that 10K loop, and they would get into sometimes some confrontations with the horse back riders because mm. mountain bikes and horses don't always mix especially if you're riding hard i was just gonna say if you're racing and the yeah. rumor has it i'd like to confirm this someday i wonder if there's a historian at the county that would know is that the horse people i don't know what you want to call them <laughs> uh horseback riders they, they got together and pulled some money together for a donation to the parks which was kind of starving in its budget at the time and said that we're going to make this donation to the parks um for this that the other you know to repair things to fix roads as long as you make a rule that no more mountain bikes can come in the parks and they needed the money and they made a blanket um, ban of mountain bikes. Now, I don't know if that's true. I've heard that from a number of different sources. I'd love to find out for sure. I wonder if that, because the county parks, most of them, well, not most of them, yeah, most of them don't allow mountain biking. Yeah, they so. just recently started to, in a couple of targeted parks with um, Grok, Grok yeah. being found, you know, working on that. So, yeah, I don't know. Be some irony because I always feel like the horses, you know, kind of do tear up the trails a little yeah. bit. Yeah, yeah. So out. I don't think it was about caring for the trails as much about wanting to be the only people who access to those trails because of confrontations. So yeah, very interesting. Um, the mountain bikers also have sort of worked their way often into your favorite park, which you know sometimes leads to some some muddy stretches that that we work on, but. Um, what park? What do you think for you? My favorite park is Durand. Yeah. Um, but I think part of it is like Josh, you were just saying proximity. So Durand has always been close to our house, um, and so I think that's part of why I love it so much. Um, and then just spending a lot of time on those trails, and like you're saying, you know, you learn how to string together the trails to put together really nice runs, and there's a big variety of trails. Uh, I think a lot of people think Durand is just the March trails. Yeah, the, the three and, ponds and you get like four miles total. Yeah, yeah, which are, they're really nice. They're great trails, but there's so much unmarked stuff in that park. Uh, and once you start running there, especially if you need to get a long run in, like I think that's really how I discovered a lot of that park was just, yeah. I got to get 20 miles. So it doesn't really matter how lost you know, I like get. If I go this way, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I can come back if I need to. Right, yeah, right. So, um, but I yeah, never so, really found my way around there, but those Tuesday night runs were always a lot of fun following you around wherever you'd lead us. And yeah. that's, it's so funny because that's how I always felt about Menden. And then the year that we started Mighty Mosquito mm -hmm. back in the day, and we would go there and run um, Mike Mertzak, Ron Herkins, and I to try to scout loops. And they the, knew the those, original Mighty Mosquito yeah, loops. <laughs> but they knew those trails probably like you do, like the back of their hand. And so I would just try to keep up with them <laughs> and learned a lot of the trails there. Uh, and like I said, I think some of the stuff away from that 10K loop, I was like, wow, these trails are amazing. Like, 
I love I love Duran too. I think it's another park that has a lot of multi-use because we ski there a lot again. Yeah. Yep. Like not this year, right? Yeah, someday. Um, uh, but we ski there a lot and we um, replaced a few group runs last winter with group skis and a lot of new people came out, which that was kind of fun. Yeah, something um, different. Just getting out with headlamps under. We did a full moon ski, which was really cool. Mm -hmm. um, and then being able to, in the summer at Durand, finish your run and like kick down to Lake Ontario and cool off oh, in the water. lake is really cool. That is fun. Yeah. What's your favorite? For me, uh, I'd have to say Letchworth. I might cheat a little, right? Is uh, that a little bit out of our zone? Yeah, kind um, of. But it's not, though, because we host a couple of races there. Like, and it's, what are you from, from your house? What is, what is it, 25 minutes? Uh, 45. So you're a little sideways from us because that's yeah. about what it takes from up here. Yep. So, um, but really, I mean, you're looking at 40, 45 minutes from downtown Rochester to get into Letchworth, which is really not that far. Um, but you can do literally everything in Letchworth, right? Um, there are over 100 miles of trails, single track, double track, hills, mud, dry, waterfalls. You can uh, whitewater raft there. You can mountain bike there. You can sled and ski at Letchworth. Um, you can even take a hot air balloon ride in Letchworth <laughs> if you want to. Um, and sometimes that makes for the coolest runs. If you get there in the morning when there's no wind and you're running and up out of the gorge, all of a sudden come these giant balloons and people floating, floating wherever the wind takes them. So yeah, I definitely say Letchworth, which, you know, of course we have two races down there. Yeah. So we're just so lucky though in this area because we, we have so many parks. Yeah. It's so hard to pick. Right. And even, I mean, Menden is close to you, but like everything, nothing is that far. No, I mean, you know, coming out I bet we, we are probably as far minutes. away from each right. other as we could get in terms of where we live, right? Right. And how long did it take today? Uh, it's less than half an hour here. In a yeah. snowstorm. I'll figure yeah. out that because it's really <laughs> done already, even though they called it a storm. So, um, but we talked about, we have a couple of races down in, in Letchworth, um, but there's races everywhere. It seems like almost all the parks, Menden has a lot of races, right? Um, but let's talk about races locally. Why don't we stick to that, like Monroe County zone or like the, you know, the Rochester proper, you know, with the surrounding suburbs there, would you have a, a favorite race, Josh, that you, that you love in that zone? And then give me your overall for the region too. It's tough to, it's really hard to pick one. We're yeah. spoiled with so many <laughs> yeah. good, like half marathon distance oh, races. So um, maybe, maybe I can do a top three. I was top just going to say, give us a couple. Okay, you're going to give yeah. us a ranking so here? I, I, I don't know if I in can no rank them. In no particular order. In no particular order. I'd probably have to throw uh, Medved Madness, yeah. Zero SPF, and Breadsticks, Breadsticks on there. Is probably my uh, my top three. Would you say your favorite distance to race is that half marathonish? Yeah, half marathon's fun. I love that distance. You can run it fast. Yeah, and you can make mistakes and not really pay too much of a price, which uh, right. <laughs> doesn't hold true as the races start get to get longer. longer. Yeah, and yeah. they're fun. Like you hang out after, you feel right. good. Mm -hmm. Those all have like a good post race hangout, mm -hmm. have fun. And people want to hang out after for sure uh you know for sometimes a pretty long time so i'm I think pretty it's excited about distance. the medved madness um barbecue we, we haven't i haven't participated in that in, in a little while now so i'm pretty excited to get back to that so how about you guys anything for you favorite race in monroe county we haven't done um, much racing ourselves i was i was just races. gonna say um i loved and they well ready set glow exists still mm -hmm. um but ready set glow and um mess the dress 
were kind of like my babies a little bit. Yeah, for sure. Um, and they were just really fun and the vibes at both of those races are fun. Um, and so I like both of those. And also they're a decent beginner race. I mean, five miles is long, I guess, but also it's five miles with like a really fun vibe. So I think it's manageable. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, having manageable races in the area is something that we're really good at in Rochester. Yes, that's so true. sometimes I think the, the community, not so much the media in trail running, the, the podcast, the, mm-hmm. the, the YouTube channels, all the stuff you see, you know, the magazine stories, it's all about like bigger and longer and yeah. mountains and arduous tasks. And it's like, well, running can just be cool and fun and relaxing sometimes too. Right. And like, um, we have a lot of opportunity for that here. Um, for me, I have two that I think that I really like. One I would like to race it one day um, is the Webster Trail Classic. Mm, that's, a, that's a lot of fun. Yeah. I like it. it. It's three different parks on a kind of a 10-mile loop. Yeah. And they all feel, feel different. different, right? Yeah. So you're in yeah. Webster Park, which, by the way, is probably my least favorite park. But Ooh. the stuff that we're on is kind of neat in there through pine <laughs> trees and stuff. Um, and then you go over to Whiting Road, and it's a completely different park from Webster. Like Webster Park is like sometimes hard to navigate, and there's little deer trails all over the place. And then Whiting is like the most easy to navigate park in the world. They have signs everywhere. And then the Gosnell Big Woods is like this old growth forest that we run through, and then plus you come back the, through the big open field. Plus yeah, the, the field. big open field. So you get all these different fields as you're running through, and mm-hmm. um, and it's. Like Josh, like you said, it's it's the type of a distance where you can hang out afterwards and, and have some and have fun. fun. Yeah. Yep. Um, and my other one would be like Muddy Sneaker, um, because it has that same vibe, yeah. right? Like everybody has to come up this huge hill at the finish line. So once the first person is there, then it's just you're looking down the hill, waiting, waiting to see who comes yeah. up next, and you can cheer people in, and you can see everybody sort of fighting their way up that big hill. And then there's always like the great food and snacks and giveaways and stuff happening at the finish line with more kind of booming out, you know, who won what prizes. Yeah. And um, it's kind it's of off the beaten path too, right? There's like, you park on a dirt road, there's two porta potties and a couple of pop-up tents and off you go into the woods. And then you come back out eventually back to those two porta potties in the dirt road. And um, I love races that have that vibe. So yeah. What, um, what would you guys say is your favorite post-race vibe or like post-race party? Because let's be honest, that's why yeah. I run. <laughs> Zero SPF has been really good. It you has mentioned been really Zero good. SPF. So yeah. when we started that, it was for me there that's pretty cool. People all trying to tuck under that tree, that big tree. <laughs> so we, a little a little shade you can. We yeah. literally built a picnic table under there so that people could have a table there. <laughs> so what do you think? I think all those races have a really good post-race yeah. vibe. Um, I think weather is a big factor. That's you know, true. Yeah. Uh, you, you need that nice day mm-hmm. where it's, you know, also not like 120 out. But yeah. <laughs> um, Jonathan's done a lot with the zero SPF finish line. Mm-hmm. When when we had it, it was that traditional Trails Rock vibe of like, hey, maybe, maybe bring your own beer and <laughs> and we'll hang out. And it was really cool and people really did hang out. But he's introduced like the, you know, the frozen Italian ice and the, and the pretzels, pretzels. and like, um, I think they had, who they have this year? Yingling. Yingling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a beer sponsor. So he's really introduced some, some really neat things to that race. I'm really glad that, that they were able to keep it going after we weren't really able to sustain it any longer. So post-race vibes, man, those are some of my favorite things. Um, 
How about like, a big race? Do you love any post-race vibes at the big races? I think many on the Jenny would be uh, would be my favorite. Yeah. So that's that's an interesting finish line. We were we went back and forth on where to put the finish line, and that little alcove that we're in is actually sometimes hard for runners to find. Mm-hmm. But it's awesome. It's, it's like a perfect. Spot. Yeah, it's like enclosed, right? There's a so. little bit of shade over there. Yep. You're a little bit away from the road. I think that's a good distance for it. Like, I think the post-race by that, like that 50K yeah. to, you know, like the f- up to about 50 miles is really good. Yeah. Because people are still usually finishing. It's still mm-hmm. light out. Yeah. People are tired, well, right. is but it they're the not The longer spent. you go, the, the more spread out the race gets. Right. right. Yeah. I mean, if you look at the last aid station at like, you know, what Twisted Branch, the, probably right. the time difference between the first runners and the last runners is probably... It's Close hours. to 10 hours. It's hours. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's a long time. Very yeah. long time. So um, races need sneakers and they need gear and they need all that kind of fun stuff. Um, <laughs> do you run with a watch? I do run with a watch. Do you consider yourself a gear guy? Reasonably, reasonably so. Yeah. I, I like a good uh, good tech endeavor. I bet we all have something completely uniquely different amongst our watches today. What are you wearing for your gear there, for your watch? I'm sporting a Garmin Forerunner 935 still. All right. Hey, we're going to be all up. we're going to be all really different today. Yeah. <laughs> I just had to look at my watch because I didn't even know what it was. <laughs> <laughs> I have a Coros. I think it's the Apex, maybe. I don't know. And I, I'm rocking the new Amaze Fit, which is. Um, a Korean brand that sells pretty affordable. Um, but so far I have really enjoyed it. Uh, more of a smartwatch feature, like an Apple ripoff almost than a, it did kind of look like that when you turned it on. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, but it does everything that you need to do. It tracks all the different sports and everything. So we'll see how in, into the summer, how it does with summer sports. Josh, do you always wear your watch when you're running or do you sometimes leave it at home? I always wear it, but I do try not to look at it. Do you always record your runs? It's got to count. If it's, if <laughs> it it's, not, on count Strava, if it's not on Strava, it didn't happen. <laughs> Should we talk about Strava and what they're doing? Holy cow, have you seen some of the stuff? Yeah, it's kind of crazy how their rates so are just crazy. all over the place. That is not my favorite thing. <laughs> and they're not telling people what their rate will be until a couple of days before their subscription is ready to renew. So everybody's getting different rates based on like when they joined Strava, where they live, <laughs> like all kinds of stuff. Yeah, I swapped over to the free version when I was up for renewal a couple of years ago. Yeah. And I just wanted to see, like, did I miss anything? And, mm-hmm. you know, I think the goal setting was an, a nicer feature on Strava than yeah. Garmin has. And sometimes it'd be fun to look at, like, daily segments, like if you did a race or something. But yeah. apart from that, I didn't really find anything that was worth. I feel that way, too. I have been a subscriber to Strava for quite a few years. Um, I felt like it was the responsible ethical thing to do because i used the free site for a long time i was i've been on the site really almost since the beginning and then i thought well i should pay them because <laughs> i and i know that they probably are using my data and selling it at some point i'm i'm probably the product um but i thought gee i i should pay for some of this and we'll see what happens when my renewal comes up if they yeah. if they get wonky i'm not yeah. i'm not gonna renew what about you what are you wearing sheila i said of course Chorus. apex i think i'm not 100 percent sure so that <laughs> you've had me. it for a few years it was a gift right yeah no i mean i use it i mean i like to know how far i went and how long it took me but you don't really dig into the data though i'm not a big data nerd we are going to have a data and tech episode um jeff Macbeth is going to join us and 
as easily as we can try to break Explain down how these things work. Um, you know, an interesting thing about the watch is like, especially if you run in a place like Letchworth, you might see your watch giving you like an insane amount of up and down because it, it might be getting a little drift and dropping into the gorge and then back out. Which is hilarious. So you yeah, could be, I think. <laughs> you could be running along like Great Bend Overlook, which is a 600 foot drop and you could go you know, you could in in a quarter mile, you could get like eighteen hundred feet of climbing because your watch drifted. Yeah, <laughs> I've run through the gorge once or twice there. Apparently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you look at your your track when you when you load it online, you're like, yeah, I'm running <laughs> on the river. Yeah, or if you run along Lake Ontario, sometimes you'll see it out in the in the lake. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, that's pretty fun. So um, no, I feel like none of us are big watch nerds is there any other gear that is like must have like your most favorite piece of gear gotta be a pair of shorts for anyone who knows me <laughs> pair of shorts good for pretty much uh, about 362 days of the year yeah there's a few days that uh doesn't quite cut it but that's about it do you have a go-to like a like a brand that you love um i really like the the patagonia striders yeah i had those for for a while and then i went to some cheap amazon pair because i'm not really putting a lot of miles in Patagonia is pretty awesome. I'd say that's my favorite company. Yeah, it's a great company to support. Company. Yeah. So I agree with that. Yeah. I obligatory have to say Columbia sometimes too. Yeah. <laughs> I like so, Columbia too. Yeah. They, they aren't really huge in the trail scene, but. They used to have a lot of their yeah. jackets for skiing I have a long time like connection with and... them. So what about you? What do you always have to run with? I have to have a sports bra. <laughs> sports bra. <laughs> Gotta have a sports These bra. These are the important things for me. I just need a good sports bra, everything else, whatever. I'll, I'll wear whatever I need to. Yeah. You almost always run with a pack too, though. I Yeah, that I haven't true. been as much. But it's funny because when I first got my pack, I hated it. I remember, I remember always that. complaining. I was like, I think I'm suffocating. Like, my lungs can't expand and Eric was like, you hated when you first got a handheld, but then you got used to it and then you always carried it. Um, and yeah, then the pack kind of became like my little security blanket on the trail. But I like it because then you can put your stuff in it, you know. So like I have an inhaler I can put in there, my phone, you know, well, some for, Especially for our group <laughs> runs that we did for years, you really had to have that some of that stuff with you because we're case. leading a group run. Yep. we can't just be like i don't have any way to contact anybody <laughs> right yeah so a pack is good i i don't know i've been really picky about shoes and, and footwear lately i don't know if it's because of all the surgeries that i've had but i've had a hard time finding a shoe that i love um, i'm actually running in some new reeboks that jonathan brought in over at rochester running company and I've liked them a lot so far. They seem to fit my foot really well. And before that, I was running in Topos, which I, I loved. Um, so switching was weird, but I, I wanted to try something new while I wasn't putting a lot of miles in. Do you have a favorite shoe company or a shoe that you love? Uh, for trails, it's been the Saucony Peregrine. Mm. I do like I like them a lot. Yeah. And like you used to run in those. I, I, ever since my surgeries, though, my feet just... You ever have that? Like a, sometimes a company will change how they make their shoes and then yep. you're like, dang it, I loved that shoe and it doesn't fit anymore. Yep. Do you have an all-time favorite shoe? Um, I think that's what I've been using the most Peregrine. nowadays, mm -hmm. uh, pretty much since I got into, you know, trail running. Yeah. That's pretty much I have the um, the New Balance MT-101. It was <laughs> it was like a custom a made for like Kapishka, like back when he was like, <laughs> you know, running Western States and it had... It's basically a, a completely minimalist shoe, but um, I loved it. And I, if I could get my hands on that again, I would just 
wear them around the house. I really like that shoe. How about you? What are you wearing? I, I was just going to say, <laughs> I am not picky with, with running sneakers, but I did love those Skechers that I got. Hmm. And they it were was, like a clearance deal. Yeah, they were <laughs> nice. super cheap. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to get these because even if they aren't good for running, like I can just wear them to tool around. Yeah. Um, but I loved them and I wore them out pretty fast. And then I got another pair, but it was like the next version of them and they were not the same. Oh. And I was like, man, I should have tried to find more of these clearance shoes <laughs> while I had the chance. Yeah, I don't think we have a shortage of running shoes in your closet, though. I have a lot of shoes. <laughs> I purge and then somehow there's like still a lot of shoes. Well, we did and we still kind of do. We've we've done some gear reviews and we, we've worked with some companies. Interesting. Yeah. And so we get stuff, which is nice, but then it fills up the house, which is not nice. Well, and I think because I'm not picky about my shoes, then it's like, oh, these work. So I'm just going right. to keep them. Do you just wear your, your Peregrines no matter what trail race you're doing? Or do you have different shoes for different races? I've tried experimenting with other ones and I've had some that I've worn for, you know, the life of them yeah. that have been decent, but not like something I found where I'm like, oh, I want to pick up another pair of that. Okay. Road shoes. I'm pretty flexible on. I'll usually kind of yeah. take whatever mm -hmm. I try on and feels good. Mm -hmm. Do you run uh, much roads? I do. I run, uh, you know, two or three days a week of roads. Okay. It's just convenient to walk out the door yeah. and do you have a favorite road route <laughs> right from your house, right from my house. Um, there's kind of a loop by Ron um, that kind of goes through the village and past there. It's about a seven mile loop and it's pretty nice. There's a little bit of hills. Um, a favorite one for my house is probably running like along some of the trails in Pittsburgh. Like you can run behind Wegmans. Mm -hmm. Oh, you can yeah, run yeah. behind Medved. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, and that's a nice loop. It's like at its shortest, it's about seven miles. But if you add the tack on that goes up to whatever that fitness center is in the city, um, midtown, I think. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think it's closer to kind of 10 if you do that. Oh, that's nice. Great. Do you have a favorite time of day to run? Really mornings have become my favorite out of necessity. <laughs> I used to hate running mornings and I, I <laughs> always preferred the afternoons, but mm -hmm. the afternoons just get away from me so much that, mm -hmm. you know, I get the kids on the bus in the morning. Which one's your favorite I go for kid? a run. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. He loves them all the same. <laughs> when they listen to this later, both of them. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to have a favorite kid. I'm not. I say that, but you know. Yep. Um, Lord, help us. <laughs> you'll need that. Um, yeah, I think there's just so much that goes into like this running community, but there's also a bunch of stores. Do you, do you tend to shop online? Do you like to try to support local when you can? Do you got a favorite place to get your stuff? I certainly support local when I can, um, which I generally do. Um, I mean, yeah, if I see an amazing Black Friday deal right. online, it, it's tough to pass that up. But, um, you know, excluding that, I find the prices are really the same between the two. Yeah. So I go local. Um, Medved's around the corner for me. Mm -hmm. So I go over there quite a bit. And then I do a lot of the Saturday morning runs at Rochester Running Company. So have you been into Medved since they've done their redesign? I like it. Yeah. Um, they very they, bright and open. Yeah. Sort of antique feel. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of neat. They still got the nice little loop track in there. So you don't have to run on the treadmill, which, which is yeah. awesome. <laughs> we've had um, from the stores in the area, we've really had so much um, support since we launched this thing. We're almost at 11 years now. Um, and we've, we've really been lucky to, to work with some really nice um, store owners and managers. So um, 
Yeah, we're just spoiled with so much in running around yeah. here. I mean, we have great stores, we have great trails, we have great races. Sometimes I like, think it's too much, and I'm like, it's just going to collapse, and it just seems to just keep plugging along. Yeah. Um, but the scene here is really strong, and it's um, hopefully it stays that way. Um, that's one of the reasons for us too is like a 501c3. Like we're not too concerned about like the profit line of things, which is different from the stores, but it, it allows us to have. Um, some flexibility in, in what we do. Right. So what else do we want to talk about in terms of favorites? He can't talk for less time than he drove. That's true. But we do have to take a quick break because we're at our um, recording limit here. We can do 30 minute blocks. Um, so I'm going to do a quick stop and then we'll come right back. I could pretend to put an ad in here and do like an ad read. <laughs> like, like, hi, I am Rich Roll for, you know, some sort of healthy greens. <laughs> we're not going to do that right now. All right. We'll be right back. Right. We are back. So we just finished talking kind of a little bit about maybe like favorite stores in the area. And so going along with favorite stores, a lot of stores will do group runs. So do you prefer running group runs? Do you prefer running by yourself? Maybe just you and one or two other people? Do you have a preference? I think the small group run is probably my favorite. Yeah. Can, you know, chat amongst yourselves kind of easily and define um, small. You know, like maybe five or so okay. people or less. So you're like people that are like a similar pace that you can just go out and run and talk and you don't have to like wait for like 40 people to, to come around the corner. Right. Yeah. That's a good discussion. <laughs> and some of the group, the big group runs are fun too, you yeah. know, when you have that group. It's usually split into a few groups yeah. as well. Right. Um, how about you guys? I, I think that I feel like you do. Like if you can get into that. I run better that way, right? I can go out and do a workout or a run on my own, but I really just love that, like, just that ability to just chat and laugh. And, like, the stories that come out of those smaller group runs are so cool. And, like, you can – I mean, if you had to run for two hours, how well can you get to know somebody when you're just talking for two hours? It's pretty neat. You learn a lot about people. You do? <laughs> Real fast. Yeah. yeah I don't know it's... if I have a preference. I – I'll tell you about you. Ready? I'm going to tell, I'll tell you about you. I'm like, okay. When you are leading the group run, you like group runs. When you are in a group run, you hate them. <laughs> I'm a leader. I can't help it. You, you will be like, this is too fast. They took the wrong turn. <laughs> and, and, but when you're, you're running it, you're like so patient. And you're like, well, all right, we're doing this. We're doing that. It's such a unique, different perspective watching think, that happen. I think uh, maybe it's the, the carer in me. Yeah. Like if I'm in charge of a group, then I know I have to like take care of everybody and make sure everybody's good and having fun. And yeah, I don't know. You do lead a good, good group run though. I mean, that's what, <laughs> that's what really got me into trail running up here was yeah. uh, those Tuesday night uh, runs you guys did. So it, those were so much fun. I miss them. I have not been running in a hot minute. Um, soon. We'll hopefully. get back to it. Yes. Yeah. Soon, hopefully. But um, yeah, those group runs are great it's it's so motivating to have a group like we talked about last week with steven um you know you're especially this time of year i feel like it's dark it's cold it's so much easier to just be like i'm gonna stay in bed it's nice and toasty here um but knowing that you have a group of friends that are waiting for you is really helpful to get going i feel like this time of year i need a group that's those like that sounds awful what time yeah <laughs> <laughs> stupid idea let's do it and that's a great way to learn other trails you may not be yes. familiar with you know 
I don't know my way around Webster Park at all. Nope. So if I'm Nobody, does. Does. <laughs> Nobody does. Nobody does. Webster yeah. Park is an enigma. It's not me, but yeah. Jeff McBeth um, knows that park pretty well yeah. um, from all the planning for um, Webster Trail. I think Mike Menendez, he does too. Yeah, he lives up in that area. I think they actually had a group run in there I was just tonight. Say they just had a group run there. Yeah. yeah, I think there was a run there tonight. But we, here we are talking about running instead of running. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so if we were going to, uh, we were talking about friends and, and, and running together and sometimes we get out of town and we might take a, a whole gang of us might go and, and do a race somewhere. Do you have a favorite, um, I don't even know if it needs to be out of town race, but just a not Rochester race where maybe you're going to say, Hey guys, let's go do this trip, um, and run this race. What, what would that be? So I've only had a limited pool of these, but uh, going down to Pennsylvania, I think for their races has been a lot of fun. Um, both Green Monster, um, which is a 50K, and Heiner, which is a 50K. Yeah. Just really fun, like camp out near the start line the night before. Mm -hmm. They got stuff going on that night with like, you know, a campfire and, yeah. you know, some drinks and stuff, some food you know, all the way through the race, you know, post-race, they got, you know, campfires mm -hmm. going on, food. It's just a really good vibe. Um, you know, some of those races can be, you know, a little bigger than some of ours, right. but it still yeah. has that like localish vibe yeah. and that, you know, smaller community feel to it. So I think those are fun and it's fun to just hang out with people. They do some those. really cool things. Heiner has that like, it's a climb that comes up to this like huge overlook. Right. And yep. so like when the photographer is there, your runners are kind of almost like popping up from behind this like mountain almost it looks like. And there's this like, you know, valley behind it. It's pretty cool. How is it to run that? Uh, there was no running on that for me. Yeah. <laughs> How was it to hike that? <laughs> it was good. People always say you need to start out fast to beat the bottleneck. Yeah. But the real issue for me isn't the bottleneck. It's like the thousand foot climb. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't done that race. But Beautiful I've heard, though. Re I've heard really good things about that race. So. Do you have a favorite out-of-town race that we've, we've done? Um, I love everything in Ithaca. Yeah. Um, those trails are just incredible. And, you know, it's nice to be close enough to home where there's still a lot of people that you know there. So there's a lot of support. Um, so the Red Newt stuff is super fun, I think. And then our first 50K ever was down in Pennsylvania also in, in a little park called Pennypack Penny Park, Peck park in Philadelphia. Yeah. Hmm. Um, it was the Dirty German. And I thought that name was hilarious. What's the name of the company? Do you remember the race company? Uber Endurance. Uber Endurance. They oh, put on a lot of really cool events, yeah. but um, that one was really fun. It was super fun. We went down. We we ran the rocky steps, and we did the <laughs> we, we did the double decker bus tour. Yeah, yeah. I mean and, we made yeah. it a whole thing. Yeah, with we had our friends weekend. Kevin and Liz. It was super fun, uh, and the race was cool too. Yeah. But it was, I mean, it was mm -hmm. like a whole destination. Like you're saying, there's stuff to do, yeah. and and that is really fun. I think, especially if you're going yeah. with people that like Kevin isn't a runner. Right. You so know, and so there was things us. for yeah. yeah for all of us to do. So that's kind of nice too. Yeah, I, I think that those Ithaca races that Ian puts on with Red New Racing are really cool. Um, the Cayuga finish line is starting to get that feel kind of like many on the journey. It's kind I of love in, kind of in close. He's changed it now, right? Yes. Um, and unfortunately, we won't be there this year. Um, someone, you know, has to be giving birth or something in that time frame. <laughs> so the doctor was like, that's in the no zone. <laughs> so Eric was insisting. I was that like, well, I we can make just it back go to the minutes. doctor down there. Yeah. Eric was insisting <laughs> that everything in June was fine. And I was like, like I know that's can't. how this works, bro. 
Yeah. But no, I we needed the doctor. I to give will him really a miss to. being there. Um, yeah, this it's going to be sad. We've only there's only been one race for the Cayuga 50s that we haven't been at, and it was the COVID year mm. um, that everything was kind of shut down, and Ian was able to get a lot of um, flexibility on how they ran the race with different waves and all kinds of stuff. But we weren't able to make it that year. Um, so not being there this year is going to be a real bummer, especially with that new finish line feel. Yeah. So I'll miss um, it. Yeah, that's a fun event. Yeah. So there's favorites and then there's like dreams. Do you have a dream race? Mm. Yeah. I mean, I don't have like a specific race, but I think in general it would be something at like in Europe mm. and some sort of like multi-day like stage race. Oh, yeah. So they've they got some cool stuff. They have some awesome stuff out there. Yeah. And the nice thing I like with kind of that stage feel is like there's only so much you need to do each day. Right. right. So if you're doing like a 200 mile or like it's that like, do I keep going each day? Do right. I only sleep for an hour or two? But if you only have to do like, you know, a marathon today, only, only a marathon. Only. Only. No big. <laughs> but if you have all day to do it. In our crazy lives, you yeah. know, and then afterwards, like it's party and hang out yeah. and like get some sleep. And then the next day is like Moving a whole again. separate day. So I think something along those lines would be awesome to do. Yeah. Have you put much thought into this? Uh, I haven't, I mean, there, I forget what it's called, but there's that race in, is it in Panama? It goes coast to coast. Oh yeah. I think that might be what it's and called. It's, it's, like the, it's like an eco race or something. Yeah. Or... And it's another stage race where like over the course of three so days or something. start in the Atlantic right on the beach and you finish in the Pacific right on the oh, beach. Oh, that's really cool. And you cut through the country. It's yeah. Costa Rica. Is it Costa Rica? Yeah. I'm like, I can't oh, remember what awesome. country. I'm pretty sure it's Costa I just Rica. remember seeing it and thinking, what a great idea. I'm going to look that up and put it in the show notes. Yeah, it was, it seems like a really cool idea. Um, yeah. So that would be really cool. What about you? Yeah, I, we were talking about it a little bit before we started recording that um, the Dipsy Trail Race out mm -hmm. west, it's the oldest trail race in the country. And it's um, just a really unique event. Uh, I was explaining it a little bit, like they rank the runners. So like anyone can win, like a super old person could win, a little kid could win, a professional runner could win because they sort of do these wave starts and it's, um, it's really neat. It's just a really, really hard to get into. They have really unique registering process so you can bribe them and give them a ton of money, which is kind of neat too, because that goes into the trail. Mm. So like they have, you know, they have a trail foundation, just like, you know, like the Finger Lakes trail would have a foundation. Um, for that kind of stuff. So like, if you wanted to say, Hey, I'll, I'll give you 10 grand because I really want to run this race and they'll take it and they'll let you in. Right. And the, and then there's also, you can submit a sob story. Okay. And the best, <laughs> so the best sob story wins every year and their board of directors reads through the sob stories. And they're like this one, this person deserves to run this race. <laughs> so they take sob stories and, and bribes, which is kind of a neat thing. And then the rest of it is really geared towards local runners. And they have a huge advantage because you register through the post office and it's when it gets stamped. So people walk in as registration opens and get their letter stamped. Hmm. So that's kind of neat. So, but yeah, so we started with the weather on your drive up and uh, we, we can finish with the weather. So your favorite season, I've got an order, a ranking. I'm like, I know where but, you are. Um, where, where are you on this? I think we share similar. Ranking, I was like, I, I bet that this correctly. is going to be, yeah. So, uh, Fall is my favorite. Yeah, fall is elite. Um, the only slight slight dig at the fall is some of the trails are closed for hunting season. Right. Mm. So that's probably my only kind of gripe with fall. But foliage is amazing. Mm -hmm. Temps yeah, have come yeah. down. Yeah. It's pretty dry out bugs there. Bugs have gone away. Yeah, bugs. It's just such so beautiful out there. Like running Latchworth in the fall. Uh-huh. Um, Pleasant. 
I don't know if there's a plug for maybe a Yeah, I mean, we've got, we've got what might end up being the most scenic race on the East Coast happening this year. Registration opens in like five days for Many Light. We just got our new shirt designs today, and it's awesome. Ooh. So we're going to have a play on Jenny Light um, and uh, Miller Light. So you have the taste great, less filling. So we're going to have, um, was it Great great Miles? What is it? Do you remember? I just showed it to you. And you did. I'll just look it up. I have pregnancy brain, talk about so this. there's you no. Have, I don't have pregnancy I'm brain. like, there's no I hope no for me these days. Oh, Great Trails, Less Miles. Oh, I like it. Because it's many light. It's, it's half, a little bit less than half of yeah. regular many. All right, so winter what, or sorry, your, fall is your, your fall is my favorite also. Right, so yeah, all, I think. I mean, yeah. well, I, fall yeah. is elite, but I've got a, an affinity for winter. Winter I, would be next on my I list. I do love the winter. People are like, "How could you love the winter?" And I just think like even today. So today's weather, the weather itself was pretty miserable, right? It was like sleeting and wet snow, but it's beautiful. And once that gets packed in on a trail, so if you're breaking trail, that that's a hard that work. Sucks, yeah. But once that gets packed in, or like for cross country skiing too, like once that gets groomed in, you're good for a long time. And you can throw micro spikes on. You can put screws in your shoes, and it's like when you run at night in the winter and you turn that headlamp on and yeah. all the snow. It's like running in the middle of the day. I love when it's snowing like a bit too. Yeah. When you're running. Yeah. It's just beautiful. There's just so many unique things you can do in the winter that yeah. you can't do in other seasons. Like fall. Right. Like you just fall down. It's like, ah, <laughs> I'm just fine because that was soft. <laughs> you go skiing, you can yes. go skating. And that's, sweating. that's the, the cross training, right? They say it's so yeah, important so when, when the weather is, when you have that summer running days, people are like, oh, I got to run, I got to run, I got to run. And then you get these overuse injuries. But in the winter, people are like, okay, well, I'm going to sled today. I'm going to cross-country ski. I'm going to snowshoe hike. Like, do all these different things. Yep. And you're healthier for it. You can dress the part in the winter. You know, maybe yeah. that's, mm -hmm. you know, the day I wear pants. Yes, you can put layers <laughs> on in the winter, but there's only so many layers you can take off in the summer. That is true. Yeah. My only, uh, the only problem with the winter, sometimes, like you said, you know, if you do get that foot of fresh powder, yeah, which we don't get much of anymore, yeah. um, you know, that, that makes for some pretty rough trail running, but you know, like today, you know, two to three inches, it's yeah. beautiful running. Yeah. Squish it down. Yeah, for so. sure. What's your least favorite season to run in? I feel like I know where you're, we're, we're going with this, but I mean, I'm curious. So, I mean, it's a little toss up summer. You got the heat, right. spring, you got the mud, right? Spring sucks. Um, summer can be hard, but spring sucks for running, right? It's you trail running. For trail running in the spring, yeah. Because it's wow. you essentially have the winter that people don't like, and then you have poor trail conditions. You have the freeze-thaw cycle, so you're not even really supposed to be on the trails much. You know, so it's like, at least in the summertime, you know, I might be sweating and miserable, but at least you're okay being out there. And, so and, you put spring at the bottom of the yeah, list. Yeah, because spring I am is shooketh. just kind of a silly season what about you i'd probably put summer more at my bottom i think okay but it really just kind of depends on the season you have you know that's true if too, you got yeah. a lot of snow melt and it's just you know super muddy and messy like that mm -hmm. um you know summer depends you know you get some of those milder weeks where it's not so bad and then you get some yeah. of those you know 90 plus in humidity days which are just miserable miserable even they if you're in the morning hot yeah some people really like that though yeah, there are people, people that do. I was gonna say, I am not those like people. There's like something for everyone, right? <laughs> yeah. So, um, so we're gonna wrap up tonight. Unless, unless you have any other um, favorite things that you want to talk about before we before we close down. No favorites. I think we went through a lot of awesome favorites today. We yeah, I feel like we talked a lot about like 
when we talk about the Rochester running community being just really cool and you have a, a like, oh, hey, let's list them out. And then we could talk for a lot longer Another about hour. stuff if we really wanted to, you know, so it's really kind of neat. But um, I didn't mention at the beginning of the show I was going to that um, today was going to be we were going to talk about Mofamidal. We sort of teased that last week, um, but we had a quick um, change pivot. change in plan. We had a way to pivot. pivot. Are we done pivoting? It's my favorite. We're still my pivoting. favorite word. So we pivoted. <laughs> Is it pivoted? Is that how you would say it? Yes. Uh, Josh joined us today. So um, I'm not sure when we're going to reschedule our Mephomidal talk for, um, but I know next week we're, we are going to be um, introducing the Troy series. That was a tease from earlier in the, in this season. And the Troy series is the trail runner of the year. Trail series. Runner of the year. So we have the races are all planned out um, and we're going to make some really cool announcements for that. And um we're also going to um, start talking about our registrations being open for all of our races because that'll happen on that day. Um, and then there is a chance, and I'm really keeping my fingers crossed, that um, Jonathan from Rochester Running Company is going to join us to talk about um, you know, February being a month of love and what he loves about um, the Rochester Running Community himself being a store owner. So that's what our hope is for next week. We do have topics ready to go. So you should probably message him yeah. if you know him. and Everybody tell him you need to be on the podcast. Tell him to bring his baby with I'll him. I'll pass the word. Pass the word. So, all right. Well, that's it for this week. We'll be back next week talking about some cool things in February. Thanks for joining. Thanks. Adios. See ya. Sounds Sounds right.